0: I've been a deacon for 25 years. This is the first, the first Sunday that I have left my house and left my homily at home. <laughs> I almost delivered a baby. Easter does not end after the Resurrection. It is ongoing for another 40 days. Through the Ascension and Pentecost Sunday, when the Holy Spirit comes down upon us, preparing us for the challenge of spreading the teachings of Christ. Our gospel for today begins as Jesus returns from a walk on Emmaus Road, where he reclaimed two disciples who have decided to abandon the sinking ship of their community of believers. The resurrected Jesus appeared in the flesh to Peter. He ate bread and of cooked fish, indicating to all of us that he is Jesus in his human body. It is important to note that there is discussion going on today that Jesus, walking about in his human identity, represents how you and I will be present in the glory of heaven, walking about in eternity as we are present today, seated here in the church. The resurrection is more than a happening that occurs on each Easter day. The resurrection is an event that keeps happening daily, making the resurrected Lord undeniably present for you and me through the sacrament of the Eucharist. Eat and drink this in memory of me. Jesus is truly present for all of us daily in the Eucharist. We are all recipients of the gift of faith. We have the Church itself, the mystical body of Christ at work in the world. Jesus reveals himself to us who have open eyes and faithful spirits, hope-filled hearts, welcoming him as he comes to each of us daily in the sacrifice of the Mass. What does it mean to us to be faithful today? What does the commandment of love require of you and me? Jesus did not turn away from those who were closest to him, yet he did not understand him. Rather, he invited them to an even more intimate communion with him. The commandment of love requires nothing less from you and I. We must love and forgive those who are distant and those who are close, those who might reject us and those who might misunderstand us. We must love totally as God loves you and me. The disciples on the road to MLC, see one whom they think to be a stranger. Those visual experiences in themselves are not really the resurrection appearances. It's only when the stranger is recognized in the faith that we've been given as the Christ that we can speak of an Eastern narrative. It is only when we understand that the sorrowful, the homeless, the hungry, and the thirsty, the prisoner, and the sick, are really and truly Jesus, that we truly can speak of and rejoice with regarding his resurrection. Having recognized the risen Lord, we, like the people described in the first reading, must live reformed lives. Having recognized the risen Lord, we, like the people addressed in the second reading, must be obedient to God's commandment of love. Having recognized the risen Lord, we, like the disciples portrayed in the Gospel, must preach the good news of God's forgiveness to all nations through our actions and through our words. Easter faith assures us that all of this is quite possible. As we continue our Easter journey by doing things to improve ourselves, we can look back with joy and look forward with hope. Grateful for all that we have and the many gifts that our Lord has blessed us with. Our gratitude goes out to our pastor, Father Trout, his associates, Father Martin and Father Ortiz as assistant pastors, to Father Carci, our guest presider, my fellow deacons and the many staff and numerous volunteers who worked so tirelessly throughout this period of illness and pandemic. The celebrations of Easter Day and Easter season may come to an end, but our time for reflection, reconciliation, and improvement of ourselves continues. May each one of us go forward with the hope and determination that we will be better at recognizing the presence of Jesus in all that we do, especially recognizing in those who struggle daily or need our assistance. Before I step away, allow me to recognize that our church has designated April 25th to be the world day of prayer for vocations. It goes without saying that this diocese, that our church definitely needs vocations from the young people who are coming forward. Our vocation ministry has planned several activities to bring this special day to our attention. These events include a vocations-related intercession included in our prayers of the faithful at all masses that weekend, various communications in the St. Joseph digital media the week prior to April 25th, a brief video by seminarian Nick Zumo to be shared with our youth of our parish, Avocations prayer to be printed in all worship aids, and vocation pa- banners to be displayed in the narthex of the Church. We here at St. Joe's Parish should be a vocation-minded parish. Our priests assigned here at St. Joe are obviously happy at what they are called to do and are being terrific role models for all of our youth and for you and I. God bless.